how documenting your process can increase your quality of life. At this point, I'm starting to feel like a bit of an ambassador (laughs) of this uh, social media thing and, you know, using technology to be able to just increase my life, the life of my family and the life of other people who are friends, family, you know, um, new friends and some people call fans and followers. I like to use that term those terms as least as possible if you don't know because I'm a relationships guy so I like to really connect with as many people from a family perspective as possible that's why I always kick everything off with hey fam (laughs) or what's up fam it's just true to how I feel so with that I've been a practitioner of it's lightning and thunder outside I don't know if y'all can hear it in the background But I've been a practitioner of kind of the new wave of technology uh, since 2005 when I got my first email address. Can y'all believe that? That's crazy. And actually, it was really late 2005. It was really late 2005 when I decided that I was going to have an email. And 2006 was when I started. Let me tell y'all a quick, funny story about that. And then you get a chance to hear a great conversation with myself and my brother Kemet Price. Um, 2005, I have a Sony Vio computer, a PC. It actually was the last PC that I ever got. Apologies, Windows users, and big up to Mac users, <laughs> like they say. And maybe this isn't the case, but I think it's more the case than not. Once you go Mac kind of don't go back unless you know you don't need like the media capabilities and all that kind of stuff but now with the world that we're going into uh, and it really illustrates the point I'm about to say you know many people are switching over to Mac Apple computers because from the perspective of the new wave of technology with how we document our process which is what this podcast is going to be about and how we just capture our memories um, and store them or edit them or just manage them the apple computer kind of you know it really does give a lot of good features for that and anyway this isn't a computer talk let me let me get back to the point <laughs> 2006 i decided that it was time to get my email address i saw it at the way that the internet was going i saw that pretty soon if you did not know how to use this internet thing or you weren't plugged in, you were going to be left behind. I saw where it was going and I saw the grand opportunity. And prior to that, I was pretty ignorant. Uh, Well, I guess I wasn't that ignorant when it came to the computer. My father did have uh, a comp, what was it? uh, As he calls it, (laughs) now y'all gonna trip off of this. Think about what, what computer might be might he be trying to name when he says uh, the Holly Packer, <laughs> the Holly Packard? He was talking about the Hewlett Packard. That's I'm telling you, that's my father. And he doesn't have an accent like he's from the South or anything. He just has his own. Just he's Joe. One day y'all get a chance to meet him. <laughs> anyway, so you know, my point is that you know I've been using a computer for a while, but. When it came to the internet and you've got mail, if y'all remember that, I was 
I saw th- where things were going and I saw they were moving fast. So it didn't take long to feel behind. So I decided to get my first email address. Now here's the funny part. My email address was a combination of myself and my wife at that time, our names. So we literally had one email address and it was both of our names combined. And y'all, that was only 2006. That was only 13 years ago. It was A and D Hill at myexcel.com. And what is my Excel? You guys, I used to work for one of those companies where you're an independent representative. You know what? This really, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm kind of going off here because it's making me think about some things. I thought if you were to ask me prior to just now how long I've been an entrepreneur, I would have said since 2007 when I when I, 2006 to 2007 when I created my first business. Funny thing is now I'm thinking about it. It actually was a few years before that because my Excel was a com- one of those companies where you can be an independent representative and you can sell cell phone service. You can sell internet service. You can sell, um, it was one other service in there. I almost want to say pager service, like for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I know that was pager. That was the end. That was the end of it. If it, if it was a part of it, I, I swear, I think it was, but you can sell a couple services and y'all remember how with these companies, you would have, um, the uh, piece of paper that they would give you and at the bottom would be the phone number written uh, what's my direction written vertically you know across the paper and, and your goal was to cut each one of those things out and you oh my goodness so now I got to do a whole other episode that's about my past jobs we're going to do that we're going to go through all my past jobs and yeah, it's going to be fun because I had some really fun and interesting jobs so anyway I'm totally diverging, y'all. I can't even get the word right. I'm totally diverging. Back to the point. A-N-D-Hill at myexcel.com. That was my email address through my company that I work for. But at that point, I got into the computer and I started really applying myself and learning as much as I could. And it wasn't too long after that that the creative side of me and the, the producer and the artistic side of me and combined with my discipline. It wasn't too long after that when I was off to the races and I was utilizing the computer for my newly growing business and entrepreneurship in a way that a lot of other people weren't really doing until some, some still aren't doing it. Like it, it was at least until like 10 years later, you know, um, and or free more with, with it being 13 now. And I didn't think about it then because it just was common sense to me how to utilize these devices, how to utilize websites, how to utilize the email and uh, how to utilize just this level of communication that we had, you know, across the globe for whatever our message was, whatever our legacy was, whatever our career, our hobby, like whatever, you know, I tell you all out of everybody that I want to help. I was telling uh, my friend Kevin today, and I think I even said it in this upcoming talk that I will definitely get to in a second. I so apologize how long winded I'm being, but just bear with me for a second, if you would. Um, You know, I was telling him that at some point, you know, my goal became like, I, you know, I help a lot of people, but my goal now, 
out of everybody that I help, more than the entrepreneurs, and I want to help all the entrepreneurs, all you know, more than the business owners, I want to help all the business owners. I really have a passion to help people who are just casually using, you know, social media or casually using technology, their smartphones, capturing video and photo, um, and they have no business, it's not for their business or anything. I want to work with people with how to capture your legacy and how to capture just your simple message that you want to pass on to your grandchildren. I mean, I'm so passionate about that. Uh, because I honestly believe that that it'll be easy to get the entrepreneurs and the business owners to use these things in new ways because they're already trying. I'm, I'm in the midst of helping a lot of people who are already applying themselves. They're just they may just have some slightly old fashioned or bad habits or old school habits that don't apply anymore. <clears throat> but I want to help people like my mom or like you know a grandmother out there who only gets on Facebook just to check on her grandchildren, but she is on there now which would probably be like my mom. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my passion, that's my goal. And I realize now, you know, in the in the last 5 years that what I've been doing all of this time is a talent and a and a skill. It's not just that um you know, I'm just happen to get lucky and everybody's using it a different way. Like I have a particular knack for utilizing technology and, and creative ways of using it to help to increase the quality of our lives, capture our memories, document our process, and leave our legacy, as well as grow our businesses and any anything else we want to do for this world. So yeah, and eventually at some point, as I work through my life, I realized that what I'm doing right now as I speak to you, this is an expression of a long-held thought several years ago where I knew in order to establish work-life balance in my life, which I had been working on for so long, I had a grand opportunity to be able to live my life like a normal person, have my work, have my time with my family, and I could use technology and use documenting my process to be able to fully live a life instead of having to do like all of us as musicians and artists and other people in other industries had to do 15, 20 years ago, which was to slave away at our jobs and then to try to squeeze in family time. So with that, this is probably the first of many talks. I've actually already had a bunch of talks. So this is the first of another whole round of talks with how to utilize these, these uh, resources that we have to increase the quality of our lives. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope that you enjoy this conversation with my brother, Kemet Price, and I. Take care. Yeah, man, but I'm, you know, I've got, like, I've had this plan in my mind for a while, mm-hmm. this content plan, um, and I, I pretty much have, like, what I really feel like is the, it's the, it's the perfect plan, man, to, to really, um, 
to really build out this content thing. The funny part about my situation is that, I mean, it all it all makes sense, relatively speaking, because like I was just saying, even the statement about, I'm about to say it could happen because of the time period and all that I've just life unfolding since then. But like in 2014, man, when my company was raking in 10 grand a month, bro, I would have, I would have lived off of 1500 maybe $2,000 a month as far as just regular expenses and bills. And I literally would have sunk at least five grand a month into this kind of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the real deal is this, man, and this is why this is so important. So I'm looking at um, I'm looking at the concept of content, you know, and I'm going to do this and I'm going to teach everybody else that I can how to do this, share this kind of advice. But it's like to be able to go on Fiverr and to look for somebody to be able to edit, like, really short things for, you know, $7, 5 plus 2 with tax. Yeah. is like a huge, huge thing because from an investment place, when you think about taking $7 and investing into something that is going to have as many different outlets as going to have and, you know, as potent as it'll be, it's like it's the best investment. Not only from a business perspective, but also just from a personal perspective, yeah. like long term, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like this, so my operation, the, the whole idea that I have is like a lot of the uh, just the daily experiences that I'm having, whether it's the vlogs, whether it's the show. I've got a concept where uh, you know I'm having somebody to break up the shows that I do into you know individual songs and that kind of thing, and yeah. it's real simple work where it really doesn't require a lot of time, a lot of thought, because it's pretty much like a template kind of feel. Okay. But, like, when you duplicate it, it just equals a lot long-term, and it's just a, you know, a huge, huge investment. Mm -hmm. So with this kind of situation, it's like, okay. And this really comes back to the balance thing again, trying to reiterate one of the things that I was mentioning to you before that I think you'll be able to use and everybody will be able to continue to use too. And, and, and me too, as I keep applying it and it keeps showing me why it's the way it's like, you know, I, the, it's funny when you put the, uh, the post up, I was like, man, you're doing everything right. That was like, yeah, you know, that's kind of funny. But okay. when I think about this initial concept, even the cooking with AMA thing, it's like, what, what, what's my whole thought process behind that? Well, you know, my, I wasn't like trying to like, start a cooking show, so to speak, like where we're teaching people how to cook, like necessarily, like it'll turn into that just naturally with certain things because you're always sharing information that somebody else doesn't know and is not aware of. But Mm -hmm. to be absolutely honest, man, it really was to balance out life, like to literally make it where, okay, here's, here's the spill from the top. So I know that like my particular lifestyle I don't really have time to be in the kitchen like that. Yeah. Um, and not only that, I don't really – I love the concept of cooking. I love it from an artistic perspective. Mm-hmm. But, like, when it comes to eating for me, like, it's literally utility. Like, it's literally to keep <laughs> to keep things going so I can, you know, so I and my family can do the next thing. Like, I don't really like at this point in my um, time – um, as far as the season, I mean, I don't really want to spend, like, a whole lot of time in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So right now, I don't have a lot of family at all that's, like, in my life. It's literally me, 
the kids, um, and that's it. We have, like, no nobody that's really, like, that close to us that helps us out a lot, with the exception yeah. of a few friends here and there. And so that's always a struggle. And when it came to work-life balance, it's like, well, you know, during that same time, what would I be doing in the normal circumstances? Well, I'd be hacking, it away, hacking away at it, you know, even more with regard to the business and um, the vision. Similarly to like how you said yesterday, which is like trying to build something so that we all can benefit from as a family. Yeah. But at some point, you know, I was like, you know, this valuable time, this is also a, just a necessity, and I need to make it work for all things. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, boom, here we go. You know, we spend spending time with the kids because, you know, the kids um, – even though it's called cooking with AMA, a lot of times the kids are doing this. But that was just like a clever thing because mm-hmm. her and I just have fun conversations and she's a personality all, all by herself. So it was like, you know, do that. And then in addition to that, um, you know, we talk, have some fun, intelligent conversation, crack some jokes, mm-hmm. just have fun, just how we would normally do, but just document it. Yeah. So that way, instead of me having to choose whether I spend time doing that and try to hurry up and get back to the quote-unquote real deal or the quote-unquote, like, most important investment. Now that becomes, like, of the most important investment. And now all things are accomplished. The basics, which is that we just eat dinner as a damn family, like we just get the necessities done. But then also it equals, you know, addition to the, the legacy, the brand, and it's entertainment for other people, plus, they, other people learn some things. I learn some things because I'm just trying out some new things each time. And that's it. And it, it literally just all works together. You know what I'm saying? So the bottom line was literally with this and with a whole bunch of other things, now mm-hmm. I don't have to decide whether I'm going to spend time with the family or do other things that's not music-related or not business-related versus doing business-related thing. Now it's just all in one and the same thing. I, to- I totally get it because what you're doing is you're taking your life while you're documenting it. Right. And even and even though, so you say you have to cook dinner, so you're getting, you, you, you're uh, killing two birds with one stone, basically. There you go. You're documenting you cooking dinner. Uh, who is Aunt May, by the way? You said who's who? Aunt, is it Aunt May? No, A and May, so Aaron and May Lee. Oh, okay, I got you. There it is. Okay, all right. Yeah. So, yeah, so you're documenting the cooking thing, and then at the end of it you have a meal, but you also have that documentation. That That is a great, great concept, and if, if people could apply that, then it wouldn't feel so awkward. You know what I mean? This this new wave, I, I, I believe, yeah. if you look at it from that perspective. That's why I'm excited about it because... I'm doing it because I needed to, like, when I say, like, now I have the most family work-life balance that I ever had in my life, and it's literally changing my life, though. And I'm not saying this because we, we record, like, I'm saying this because it's true. Like, like my whole, my, my, my life with my kids and even the interactions that we all have together, it's, you know, it has changed, man, because now I can be fully present. That was the other thing, too, that I was wrestling with. And I've, I've really wrestled with this since the time I was 18, really. It was like, and that was when I didn't even have children, but just being in a relationship and being married at that time, 
Yeah. It was literally like where sometimes if I didn't, because I'm, because my, and, and this is, you know, man, this, this is something you can relate to and a lot of people can relate to. Yeah. Because of the fact that, and I just so happen to have been able to do this full time since I was 21, but it's like I turned my hobby into my career. So because that's the case, it is literally all like great and fun times for me. So it really got to a point where if I wasn't doing that, and well, if I didn't feel accomplished with that, even if it was for that day, like what I wanted to do, I really had a hard time being present in other areas of my life. Like, if yeah. I was in the same, yeah, with my significant other, with my family. Like, I would be there, but I was, I wouldn't be totally present. And at that time, and now, when, I, when this started for me, when I recognized it as a thing, was back in 2001, 2001 or so, when I was um, 18. And I recognized it as a thing, but there was no, there was no, this, this solution wasn't there. It was just yeah. like, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, you just had to deal with it. You had to yeah, it is like back in the day you had to separate your professional, your work life and all that. But even when you think of corporate environment, right? So we we have these cell phones on us 24 hours a day and you can get emails. People can call you, people can get to you, you can you can do meetings on your phone. So it's like you take the personal life and you take the professional life, hobby life and you throw it in the pot and you mix it up. That's my my manager used to say to me, and then, then I'll see what you get. Right. But I think when you do it from the standpoint that you're talking about with the ability to document while you're doing family life, mm-hmm. the ability to document while you're doing business, then you're still basically just doing all the things you need to do, <laughs> and then you're creating that content, and then you're multiplying what you do. You're multiplying yeah. the impact of what you do by just being you. It's like uh, it's hard to even explain, but I understand where you're coming from. And I'm going to tell you the icing on the cake. And this is what I was explaining to you yesterday um, about the drive uh, when I was talking about you. and 20-minute drive, yeah. Yeah, the 20-minute drive. And I was talking about how, you can, how you're can how you taking people on the journey even when you turn the camera around. Because this is something that I noticed, and this really applies to everything. And it's happening more and more now, but I'm excited about me continuing to continue to replicate this process, give yeah. it time to really, really fl- function. I mean, I'm uh, catch on in the way they need to and function in the way they need to to where it's, to where it's flowing and all all that I, that I uh, desire from it as far as gain in, in a different ways um, come coming. But this is this is the thing. The icing on the cake is when you do this, when you stay disciplined to this and consistent to the point where at some point it becomes in your best interest to have more adventures like in life, like like to do oh, more of the same thing. Yeah. I completely get it. You oh, man, that's crazy, though. That's crazy. Bruh, that is oh, but you know what? Yo, oh, oh my gosh. I was looking, listening to your other podcast where mm-hmm. you were taking, you were taking, um, I forget the guy's name. You'll, you'll, you'll know his name, a trip to Atlanta. He was going to Atlanta for an interview, and you were showing him how to document the past, right. the present, the future. And so, the more you do those kind of things, it's like every time you go someplace, you'll have this in mind. Like, oh, yeah, it's time to document. But that makes you want to go more places. I totally get it. That's it. And the lines are really happening in addition to you just see, like, you you already want to do that, right? But then, like yeah. you say, then your, your want grows. But your want grows because of the fact that on the flip side, first of all, you know, you're creating legacy, you're creating memories. But then also when you have friends, 
and followers and fans and all those kind of people. Yep. Um, you know, the four Fs, friends, family, followers, fans. When you have all of those people who then are so used to the consistency and tuning in and are engaged in it, then what happens is going to say like, say like um, if I just take the cooking deal, right? Say, mm -hmm. you know, a year or so from now, because of course, I want to add to my arsenal as far as things that I can cook. Of course, like like I say, it's just a healthy and a healthy thing to do. It just makes sense. Yeah. But the hardest thing before was like like choosing one over the other, like finding time to do that versus finding time to do other quote unquote more important things. Yes. So what ends up happening with consistency? Just say like after I just use a little figure out there. Just say after a year, what ends up happening is that I've done it so much to where eventually the the audience, the, the people tuning in are basically like, what's next? And then I can yeah. go out of my way to like literally just continue to find new things. But that's what I want to do anyway. But it works to my advantage at that point because people want to see new experiences and they want to keep going on this journey. So every experience I have is one that they have. So after yes. a while, the more, the deeper the experience, like, the more, like, I'm trying to, the more, I don't even want to say lavish, because it's not, like, you get where I'm going, though. Like, the the, yeah. the the more the experience, the better. So then, at some point, say, like, there's some, uh, some vegan restaurant, just say that, like, happens to be, like, the ultimate vegan restaurant, say, in a place like D.C. or something like that, right? Yes. D.C. Yes. So it's like, okay. At some point, of course, it'd be the most fun thing in the world to take a trip to yeah. D.C. to yeah. some new place with my family. That, And the beauty of this kind of consistency is at that point, it won't be me, like, like trying to come up with something and then trying yep. to put work into it and setting aside time. Like, it'll literally benefit me to do that. And so that's when it gets really, really exciting. And I saw this from the very, very beginning. I saw how all this would play out. So, yeah, man, I'm I'm just in the season now of, like, duplicating, duplicating, duplicating. That's why everything that Gary Vee talks about, it resonates with me because, believe it or not, this is exactly what I did between 2007, 8 up to 2014, man. All I did was the same thing where I saw the value of consistency and how that yeah. would lead yeah. to my benefit. And I started just, just I just stayed on that that assembly line kind of thing, kept kept focused. I wasn't worried about immediate accolades. I wasn't worried about, mm -hmm. like, immediate mm -hmm. success. I knew where it was it. leading. Yep. Yeah, bro. So I knew at some point that my answer to work-life balance was, mm -hmm. like we're talking about now, it was documenting the process, yeah. but it was yeah. also – doing the things that I needed to do as a family man, as a father, you know, as a partner anyway, yep. Yep. Um, but make it work to my advantage in that way. And, bro, I'm, I like, I can't say nothing, but it is working, and I'm excited to share that with everybody leading by example. It's interesting because you said, talking, you talked about taking a trip to a vegan restaurant in D.C. Mm. And check it out, though. Say if that wasn't even a big deal to you. Right? Say, oh, yeah, I've been to this vegan restaurant hundreds of times. Right. You go there and you document. It's going to be a huge deal to whoever follows you. Exactly. A huge deal. And then in addition, on top of that, right, 
I know, you know, back in the day, we always used to go places and take pictures and just snap pictures and create photo albums. Mm-hmm. But this is like a living photo album that is real time being streamed to your followers. Right. So it's multiplying that, like you were saying, like, you know, a million fold because you're not only documenting your life for the sake of your family, but you're giving, yeah, the world a new experience. Not just not not yeah, not just Baltimore, not just not just the United States. I'm saying the world mm-hmm. a new experience. Two for one, man. Two that's crazy one. though. Yeah. That's, crazy. that's why that's why I'm really like so with the gyms, uh with me, you know, unveiling like the the, the, the announcement that I'll be doing the live gyms um, workshops, you know, starting this summer. And yes. really, I'm going to start doing, like, once a quarter because mm-hmm. uh, that's a real easy, easy, easy duplication. And I'm, my goal is to to basically, you know, in order to get people to understand something, you got to do it 100 million times in 100 million different ways. For sure. Because, you know, because that consistency and then people just seeing it different ways is what makes it, like, add up and the light bulb go off. Yep. But I'm super excited about it. I'm going to tell you, man, out of Everything, the thing that I'm going to be working the hardest on, though, is when people see that message, many people, because they know what I'm into as far as being an artist, musician, and being somebody who's, like, job is is this kind of thing, some people will see it as, like, oh, okay, that's for, like, if you want to have, if you want to own a business, I mean, not if you want to own a business, but if you have a business and if you're trying to, like, get better with marketing and a whole bunch of business-related stuff. But the funny uh-huh. thing is, uh, the the most important thing to me is me in various ways getting across the point of really basic just legacy, basic memory. Like yeah, it, it's yeah. it's literally, and I probably even use this as far as content and advertisement to help people. It'll I'm, I'm probably grab like my old '80s photo books. Yeah, there you just, go. Yeah, and flip there through it. it you know, of course, show some uh-huh. old pictures of myself, my yeah. family, which are already yeah. to be entertaining. Yeah. But yep, literally yep. say, like, what I'm trying to do now, what I'm trying to show people is literally the digital version of this. And yes, that, yes. that's really, if if I can have, like, an yes. overwhelming amount of people that come and then start to tune or start to take interest, not because they're interested in business or entrepreneurship, but literally just pure legacy, bro, I'm going to go nuts because what happens is, from the ground up, if I can teach people that, if they can capture that, then uh-huh. every everything else falls on top of that. Because, like I said, even if I wasn't, I mean, like you said, even if we weren't doing this right now because it was a part of business or branding, it would purely just make sense from the perspective of an HD photo album. Like it does. HD. There it is. There it is. There it is, there it is. There it is. And and it's just like. So the Snapchat, man, I'll just talk a little bit about Snapchat. Like, I I hadn't really gotten real heavy into Snapchat, but I used to, the only reason why I used it was because Gary Vee said so. Right. <laughs> so he's like, I've been, so Gary Vee would go on a vacation. He said, man, I was on that vacation. I was snapping like a 16-year-old girl. You know, he would just be making jokes. And so I would get on Snap with my, with my girls. I would be making the fun, you know, doing the funny filters. And then eventually I realized, okay, this is the new camera. (laughs) And so it's the new camera that automatically, you don't have to develop it. You don't have to create digital, whatever. It automatically goes out 
everywhere. Yep. <laughs> and so when I realized that, I was like, okay, Snapchat is a new camera. Then, like, when people want to take a picture of me, I was like, can you just snap it for me? And they yeah. snapped it and sent it right out to everybody. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. There it is. That's what I love, man, because literally this whole – everybody has – it's so funny, man. Every time I say something, and I know this is, again, this is just because of the fact of how the similarities are there and just, just – it is what it is. Like, every yeah. time I yeah. think about something, I watch a video and then, Gary is saying the same thing, especially yeah. when it comes to, like, the <laughs> unfolding of this. Yeah. Uh, that's how I know, like, yo, I'm in it's, – it's really invigorated me, like how you said, you know, you yeah. see like the Black Gary V of India. It's invigorated uh-huh. me on that same tip because I'm going yeah, to tell you, this whole thing is purely about mindset. We it all is, have man. the same resources. It is. It is. It is. It's just a matter of what you're it doing is. with them. Let yep. me tell you what else has happened. So, yep. And I knew this was going to go through. So I'm looking at my um, – I, I just jumped back on Fiverr so I can send uh, this guy the last file for this video. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I asked him a question um, because I've been wanting to do this for a while, and I was like, yeah. here's the perfect opportunity. I know it's going to work. I asked him, I said, hey, is it possible for you to send me the last file also as a one-minute overview highlight video for IG? And he said, sure, sir. I can do it for you with an exclamation point. <laughs> I will mm-hmm. add the one minute file along with along while submitting the current order, bro. I've been and here's the thing: this is not for extra charge. I know, bro. Man, Yo, bro. Let me tell you, the service is crazy over there. Like, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but this is what I see because I knew that. Okay, so I look at IG as in same thing conceptually and mentality. I look at IG really as like one minute television. It is. You know, it's it one minute and I relate everything to our latest you know, prior to the internet, our latest and greatest invention and, and means of consumption, you know, our, mm-hmm. our physical televisions, right? I look at it in that respect and I look at w- w- what the evolution of the new T V is in relationship to that. Yep. So I've always looked at YouTube as 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 the like really like the closest thing to physical television. Yeah, uh, it's like television on steroids, you know. Yeah, because yeah. you get the opportunity to uh, watch hundreds of channels. You get the opportunity to watch personal channels from creators as opposed to just like network uh, shows that are done by you know businesses and organizations. So that already mm-hmm. like multiplied it. Then, of course, you get to interact with the actual people doing the show while yeah. they're doing it or even after, and then interact with other people who, who are watching. Like, we're used to it now, but when I just revisit it from an elementary standpoint, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, exact, it's mind-boggling, but it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. So YouTube is full-length television. You expect to go there and be able to watch full-length shows as well as short shows. IG is almost like... How it's almost like commercials. It is. It is commercials. <laughs> but it's like commercials with the added mentality of like the new viewer, which is now I'm a person now here's the funny thing about Instagram. I absolutely love Instagram for for I mean it's monumental and I'm not really an Instagram person when it comes to consumption, like the style of consumption. Yeah. But it totally makes sense to me. Yeah. Because for you to be able to engage with, like, a lot of different content 
in mm-hmm. a very short amount of time, about a minute, is like amazing. So I always say that people start their brands. You know, you you look at YouTube as like full in television, and that's when people sit down and watch the full in shows. IG is you know one minute shows, and many people only have a minute to give you. So yeah. with yeah. that, you know, you as when it's feasible, you always want to make sure that you have your content in both of those kind of um. Yeah, let me so let me say something about that IG. So, yeah. like the IG one minute is really like a, it is like a commercial or a promo for your real for actually your real um YouTube. So That's you can use it as promo yeah. for your YouTube, and then now IG has IGTV. So sometimes you don't even have to go to YouTube. That's what they're trying to do. IGTV, you can put something on there for 10 minutes. For sure. The only thing, you know, this is why I still see, like, even though they've, even though it's great and a lot of people are benefiting hugely, and it makes sense because there's, again, tools. Like, if you use that tool right, it's monumental. The one thing, and it's funny, this is one of those moments, again, where I thought about this as soon as I saw IGTV and then, like, not too long after that, Gary came out with a video and he was like, yeah, this is the only thing I wish. And it was like I was like, wow, man, that's exactly what I thought. He's like, the only yeah. thing I wish is that instead of it being a separate, uh, uh, not at, but a separate aspect where you got to click on that. Yep. He was like, I wish that they allowed just that same longer length, just right in your regular feed. Right in the regular feed, you know, yeah. Because right. of the fact, because this is the thing that's that I noticed, and this is why I don't. I mean, it's also because my the foundation of my brand. I realized for me. It's better to build it on Facebook with with IG as the addition, just because of mm-hmm. purely me as a creator and how I how I'm present. I'm present yeah. more on Facebook, and yeah. that's where I like to be present more. Um, but if it weren't for that, if I were, if I were IG, I would totally use it. But it's like the 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 thing I noticed about technology, and this is with everything, the more mm-hmm. clicks. The more clicks, even if it's something as simple as literally looking at the top of your screen and clicking there instead of clicking down at the bottom, mm-hmm. because of technology and how it's getting out, it's convenient and the shortness of, of many people's time um, uh, attention mm-hmm. is like it equals an extra thing, an extra mm-hmm. step that takes away from it unless your brand is a, is 100% there and, then pe- and people are 100% there engaging with you, then it doesn't matter because you're just in your world. So you're clicking on the, those one-minute videos and the pictures, and they also just flipping over. But outside of that, I was like, man, I wish they included that in the regular feed because then you just, as a, as a consumer, uh, you're just looking at one feed, and then you're just flipping through well, and some videos are a minute, some five, some ten. Yeah, well, now they have it. Now they have it. So whenever you create an IGTV thing, it'll okay. go, it gives you the option to put it in your feed. And so in the feed, it's only for one minute, and then you click a button and say, you want to see more? You click a button, and you see the whole joint. And that was the smartest thing they could do. Yeah, Now, in addition to what you said, IG, like like you said, and that's the way I see it, too, with one edition, you could could use the one-minute deal as, Mm -hmm. like, promos and teasers. Then you also have, and this is why I I love just, just thinking about this, because, honestly, that's one aspect. The other aspect is literally like what many people used to sit down and watch in 30 minutes. Now they kind of prefer to watch in one minute if yeah. they're able to. Some yep. people, yep. you know, right. some people. Right. Um, so in addition to it being promos and teasers, for some people it's literally like your whole 
content, like your whole experience. Yeah, that is your whole TV. Yeah, because yeah. because for some people, mm-hmm. it's like, especially because of how much content they desire. And like I said, this is on the side of people who are really unlike myself. I don't, I don't really. It's actually too overwhelming to me to like flip through like a hundred different one minute. Like I don't, I don't like mm-hmm. that at all. It's literally overwhelming. But it makes mm-hmm. sense to me though yeah. for for other, you know, for other. Um, people other people with different dna um but and those people with with that kind of dna their desire is to watch tv and to be able to get through a lot of different shows and full experiences with a short amount of time so for that reason and this is why i'm happy about what this guy said which is like sure because what i'm what i'm basically talking to him about and i i I, this is why I love reading psychology. Literally, just because of the fact he put, "Sure, sir," and then he put, "Can can do it for you," and he put it with an exclamation point. That exclamation point actually says a lot to me. Yeah. And, and what that means is, I'll be able to just go ahead and order from him, and from now on, have him chop up my videos for YouTube like I need, and just go ahead and add a one minute um, yeah. overview in there, which yeah. which doesn't take you long while you're sitting there chopping it up because you already saw the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Only sixty seconds. But for yeah. me, that's huge because for all the people that are more so one-minute people and not people that have time to sit down long-term and watch my whole experience, whether it be a concert, a vlog, or, you know, whatever it is, this is, like, perfect, and it'll be included. So I can I can have him do this forever. And it's the best and best, like, $7? I know, bro. I'm telling you. Hey, man, let me start. Yeah, I want to say this. Um. Sierra Wack. I don't know if you're familiar with her. Sierra Wack is a new artist. She's out of Philly. Young kid. I mean, she's about 18, I believe. 18 or 20. Jerry V interviewed her. Um, you, you want to look up that interview, man, if you get a chance. Sierra, just like, you know, spelled Wack, W-H-A-C-K. That's her real name. So, okay. All right. So, initially, back in the day, she was rapping hard, like all the Philly dudes. And then um, that was back when she was in her in our high school years. Then she moved to Atlanta. She just reinvented herself to be more consistent with her authenticity. So now she just does silly, I mean, videos that, like, so she's, like, there's a video where she's, like, chopping up a potato, and she's rapping, and then the potato starts rapping back at her. You know, like, like crazy videos that you're, like, what is this? Anyway, I, what I wanted to say is that she her first album was basically, um, I think, 10 tracks, 10 to 13 tracks of one-minute songs. She put them all on Instagram, and it blew up. Like, you can you can go out and listen to it right now, and then you can go and you see that every song had a visual to it. Every song had a video, a one-minute video, and that was her that was her tactic to get in, man, and it worked beautifully for her. So much so that, like, that's why I'm excited about this, and, and I really want to even, like, I'm going to be sharing this so much with people because, you know, you get a chance to cover all your bases. Yep. And right now, like I said, regardless of the fact that I'm not really an IG person, I have total respect for the platform, and I understand, like, how huge it is right now. Is so huge. I was like, you know, the thing that I knew I needed to do, I just don't have the time, is for everything I release on every other platform, I need a one-minute version of it for IG. Sure. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So that's what excites me about this. And then, uh, you know, it just all works together, man. So 
bruh, I like I I tell you, like I told you, man, like I'm I'm taking advantage of it now with like the nickels and dimes that I have to be able to keep like as I'm moving forward day by day. But mm-hmm. man, if I <laughs> when I get back to where I was in twenty fourteen Yeah, when you get that mother cake back bruh, up. Yeah. You know, that paper. Just, yo, I I like Gary, man, I would and like and like how a lot of uh, how a lot of other people, especially like foreigners, bro. I was on the outside in. I would just look like I'm living just. A re- I mean, this is what it would be, but it would be so much bigger on the inside. I would just look like I'm living a regular life, you know, regular pair of shoes, regular, just regularity. But the amount of money that I would be spending on creating this content because of how much financially that it would pay yep. off in the future yep. would yep. be. I literally every single piece of content, like everything yep. I did. I would literally be shooting to an editor right away and making experiences out of it. And so I'm going to be doing that. Like I said, I'm doing it now, and I'm going to be continuing to do that. Yeah. Um, but the budget, bro, if I had that budget, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Gary, v, Gary v recommended that. He said you should be spending an insane amount of time. If you're a businessman, an insane amount of time and money on Instagram. He's like, the ads are cheap. Cheap, cheap, cheap. Once the big dogs get in, it's all over, bro. <laughs> we got to get in early. That's it. So another hack that I'm doing, and, and like I said, this this is I've had this whole plan for a while, so I'm applying it to everything. So one of the other things I'm doing, and I'm going I'm to start recommending this heavily to, like, other musicians and artists, is, like, yes. every, uh, every gig that I do from now on when I record the whole show, uh-huh. the goal is with everything. Um, beyond gigs, but it's just using it in the form of, I mean, talking about gigs right now, yeah. is to make, you know, the macro content and the micro content. So to yes. take, you know, to post the whole, if it's a whole live stream of a show, cool, cool. If it's a whole just regular HD of a show, cool, because mm-hmm. that version needs to be out there for people that just want to sit down and experience the whole thing and then have, like, this, this editor or one of my other editors um, to basically chop it up you know, and give it to me on a song, uh, each song, chop up each song, go ahead and throw the title, and just, you know, very, very minimal, because all you need is just title and just social media info or whatever, and that's yeah, it. It's yeah. a bare minimum. But then that gets put into the funnel to basically be released day by day or even hour by hour. That's as far great. As oh, my gosh, that's great. So you mean the little, yeah. the little teeny videos, and that's like content on top of content on top of content? Oh, I need to do that, bro. Oh man, Uh, I never thought about that. That will that will increase your reach. Remember, remember what I told you about the story hack. Mm-hmm. The more stories you put in there, like you yeah. should be putting hundreds and hundreds of stories. So, like for every post, you should make it a story. Like you're gonna make a, a post, make it a story because the stories just increase your reach. You know, because people will watch it, and if you put like a hashtag or two in there, it will. You know. The videos are very successful in general um, to to help increase your reach and in, in how many people will see your stuff. So, oh man, that's great! I'm glad you told me that. I'm gonna use that because when you think about it, and yeah. this, so all I, I've had this idea for a while. I'm starting to put it into play now, and yeah. it really was just one thing, which is yeah. actually starting to come into play now. I literally just needed help doing it. Like when it comes yeah. to this Instagram thing. Uh-huh. I have so I got the whole game plan. I just know that I can't do it because yeah, I, I, understand. I literally don't have the time. And what I what I wind up, but it's perfect though because I know my lane. And so yeah. all I'm, what I realize is that when it comes to Facebook, again as a present entity, 
yeah. Facebook is where I need to be doing the same thing I'm doing, managing it, spending all my time. And then what I what I've done even, and what I'm going to be doing in the future, is basically grab uh, a young person who basically you can pay minimum wage ten dollars yeah. an hour to yeah. literally just do the everything else on the other side. Mm-hmm. Like I was telling you um, the other day, the most important thing is authenticity. Yes. So the person will be getting, like, my actual thoughts. The person will be getting, like, exactly. It will be me without it being me, you know. So like a camera guy? No, not a camera guy, a manager. Okay. A, a, a manager or oh, a social media manager. I got you. To actually take what you're thinking and just apply that online? Well, to basically take everything I would be doing if I had uh-huh. the time. To yeah. like, like, like everything we're talking about, creating the stories, yeah. the hashtags, put up the post. Yeah, the hashtag, yeah, I got you. All got you. the regularity. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff, yes. Yeah. yeah, you definitely need that, man. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, we can't do without it. Like, it's it's one of the things that I said in one of my, um, in fact, one of my podcasts with Clarence Ward, I was like, and it's, I, think it's, I think it's even entitled, like, in the future, everybody will have a content manager. Like, it will just be a staple that everybody will just have a content manager because yeah. it's impossible um, to do it alone. I mean, it's impossible to, to conquer all the platforms alone. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. not even that you have to conquer all the platforms, but you do have to, like right now, Instagram is what it is, so uh-huh. you want to take advantage of it while it is what it is. Same thing yep. with Facebook, same thing with YouTube, and with the amount of um, time that each task take, takes, you know, you yeah. definitely want to have, you want to duplicate yourself. So, yeah, it's somebody to actually do everything that I would do if little – it's everything I'm doing on Facebook. It's just somebody doing that on Instagram. Oh, yeah, that's um, great. Yeah, and so one one other thing that, I, that, that, that adds on to that is, like, you know, with that, then especially with the same kind of model where you're just taking small investments but you're investing it in the right way, Ten dollars an hour is like the uh, is the minimum wage, you know. Um, what do you say? I said yes. Yeah. Sorry, I, I yawned, man. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. So, uh, you know, so with that, uh, like I have one one girl that I'm working with. Um, her name is Cat the Poet. In fact, I helped her out on an earlier uh, podcast. Yeah. Um, before she's doing, and what I realize is, and this is going to be huge in the future. All all of all of these young people that are that are growing up now, they all need this skill. They all need management skills. Oh, when it comes yeah. To all Got of it. them, I every last it. one of them. So all of them, our experiences as we're growing, as we're putting things together, is actually the most beneficial thing in the world for them to actually take part in, whether they intern, whether they work for minimum wage or more. It's worth, you know, it's totally worth it because they all are actually going to be doing the same thing in the future, no matter where they stand. Again, whether it's just for legacy or yeah. whether it's for their actual business or brand. Mm-hmm. So I realize it's a really good way where hand wash hand, where you where you're doing something that's affordable, that you can afford, but that helps you out greatly, um, in the midst of you know the the flow. So that's you know another element of um of what I'm doing and what I'll be um, putting more into play. Um, but yeah, man, this is this is just it's super exciting because every time I think about something as simple as like having something done on Fiverr for seven dollars and when I think about how 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 it multiplies itself the the return on investment is yes. ridiculous, but yes, it really but it all comes down to one thing it comes down to you as a person 
you as the creator, and it comes down to your mind about how to know how to make that happen. Mm-hmm. From the perspective of, like, the kind of content and whether mm-hmm. it's, like, touching people emotionally in the way that it needs to or not, or whether it's teaching something educationally in the way that it needs to, or whether it's inspiring or entertaining in the way that it needs to, um, as well as the actual, like, flow, like the technical stuff, like what what hashtags you use, what words you use to describe it, like just how authentic it is and all of that. Like that's still the the the, the variable. <laughs> that's why yeah. that's why when 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 Gary says, you know, uh content is the variable, it's like I really, really believe that content is the variable of success. That's what he's really saying. Like he's saying yes. The volume, but then he's also saying like what the content is about, and there's still so many people, and it's really even why I brought up what I brought up yesterday to you, like where you have a grand opportunity right now, but you must realize it. You must realize it. You have a grand opportunity. You got in the door using some basic tactics that have got Mm -hmm. you in. Now you got to make the hardest right turn that you can in every aspect of your brand to to go from this point on making everything as authentic as mm-hmm. possible and and making everything that variable of success through the content because at this at that point from there that's what's going to determine how deep this goes how much impact that you have yeah, yeah. you know mm-hmm. what I mean you, you might have some you know it's it's normal that that we'll have like a few tactics within the equation, which is kind of cold marketing and just some some few things to just get in front of other people. But mm-hmm. it has to be much, much heavier even if it's way slower because of the fact that when you're building a business, like when I, when I sit here today and tell you that the fortunate thing about my life, even though my life changed as far as like my, my philosophical approach, so yeah. that's my theology, which which really changed like my whole everything, even financially. But here's the one thing about it, though: it only changed because I can't keep driving in that direction. But it did change as far as like the opportunity that I have for the mm-hmm. rest of my life to never be broke. And yeah. the reason why is because I organically built a market where every single person who my company has helped out has a personal connection to me. Like this, the majority mm-hmm. of the people have such a personal connection because mm-hmm. of what I did for them in my creation that it literally equals, like, long-term support. It, it equals long, long-term support. And that is the security that all of us want and all of us need. But it's only done one way, and that's through at least the majority of your whole operation being organic building. Yeah. You know, I've never in life used the SEO um, use SEO services. I used to get them all the time where people would be like, boom, like you, you want to be top in Google, you want to be, and it, don't get me wrong, it's incredible, but the only yeah. reason why I didn't do it no. was because I knew, I was like, if I spend $1,500 here, it yeah. it will work, but the problem though is I'm, I might start relying too heavily on that Yes. as far as my building, and what I knew was that, I mean, at the point, that I didn't, I didn't even really need it for the success that I, that I got, because I never paid for it. And I got all of my success through organic reach. Yes, just, yes. You know, yeah, being you, yeah, you, yeah, you definitely hit the nail on the head there, because you got to be able to sustain it. And gotcha. if you can't, you can't sustain something that's not even you. <laughs> you can't, man. You can't. 
Because mm-hmm. even for the time period that you do, what happens again in the long run, and this is like one of those like, you know, I'm, I'm just a brother who is, who's like had the opportunity to have the trials, the errors, the, the victories, and the, the mistakes and all that to say like yeah. down the road. Man, everything that I did, the, the fortunate thing is I built, I built, I really built like all of my business on just pure authenticity and organic. Um, but the places where maybe like for a post or for a particular product, it was like I added a little bit of flavor onto it. It, it was all yeah. things where not too long after that, it wasn't, I couldn't sustain it because it wasn't me. And it took, even yeah. just energetically, emotionally, and mentally, mm-hmm. it, it, it would take like the energy that's extra, that's in addition to me just being me or doing things the way that I want to do or that my company represents. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And so, mm-hmm. and so that is a huge thing and why you want to build organically. So, yeah, man, like that's, um, that kind of that that really speaks you know deeply to me um, even continuously even though I've been applying it for years. Yeah. You know. So cool, man. Well, yep. I wanna um you got a few more minutes to jump into the other thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You, right. uh, you gonna you gonna hang up and yeah. Do it. Okay, on, cool. I'll, I'll be right back. All right. 